Welcome to the New Yorker's May 17, 2010 issue. We have five articles for you. In the talk of the town, Mark Singer hears some practical advice on college applications. Next, Malcolm Gladwell reports on the difficulties of developing drugs for cancer. Then, David Owen writes about an inventor who is creating surprising amounts of clean, renewable energy by harnessing the power of wind. And finally, Julia Yaffe writes about a teenager and the website he created that pairs random strangers from around the world. But first, it's this week's comment. In Rights and Wrongs, George Packer writes about the Obama administration's Middle East policy. Last June, in Cairo, President Barack Obama, at the heart of his speech to the Islamic world, enumerated the many issues that have created tension between the United States and Muslim nations. The fourth issue that I will address is democracy, he said, and continued. I know there has been controversy about the promotion of democracy in recent years, and much of this controversy is connected to the war in Iraq. So let me be clear. No system of government can or should be imposed upon one nation by any other. Then the president paused, apparently expecting this sensible recognition to prompt a round of applause, but there was silence, and he seemed to stumble. His timing was off. The people in his mostly Egyptian audience had already done their clapping when he uttered the word democracy. Tom Malinowski of Human Rights Watch who had been an informal advisor to the Obama campaign, said, I don't think he was aware that the audience both despised George W. Bush and desperately wanted Bush's help in their cause. Obama, in his Cairo speech and throughout his first year in office, has rightly felt the need to cleanse the air of the arrogance and the folly of his predecessor. There is no more American moralizing or hectoring about freedom, no simplistic division of the world into good and evil. Instead of with us or against us, the key phrase in Obama's foreign policy has been mutual interest and mutual respect. Rather than asserting America's moral right to dominate, Obama has spent much of his term renewing American partnerships with countries like Russia, rebuilding multilateral institutions like the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, and trying to engage with hostile regimes like Iran. Early on, to prepare the ground for a strategy of engagement, Obama muted his administration's criticisms of authoritarian states. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, on her first official trip to China in February 2009,